0: And oh man It's been a while since I heard that tune But you know what that means That means Feb and I are back With the big vibe We had a short hiatus For some holiday festive uh, gatherings uh, I think we took each took some time off To have a bit of respite Come back Bigger show we have so much planned for you guys this year. 2023 is going to be a massive one, and I'm quite excited to see what we have in store for you guys. Um Ty, man, hey, man. welcome back. It's good to see your face here again. I hope you're doing well. And a great you, sir. great festive period.
1: For sure, for sure. Question, question. At what hmm. point can you not say happy new year anymore? <sighs> I
0: like, think the middle of Jan is already when it becomes a bit a bit of a push yeah i know people likely say the first week of jan is kind of optimal and after that if you haven't greeted me already if you you haven't done it it just say hello hello, tell me hi and happy new year yeah yeah until the season we're done with that so
1: i guess i guess we're as close to valentine's day as we are to the first of jan so it's like wishing someone happy Valentine's Day already versus being so late to wish. So it's listeners, sorry, we're not, we can't say happy Year at this point. Uh, we, we, we did, as Tev said, we took a little bit of a hiatus, uh, gathering, gathering our wits. We're going to speak a little bit about our holidays, our experiences, what we learned. It's going to be a very, uh, teventy centric episode this mm, one um mm. hopefully we're going to sprinkle in a sprinkle in a little bit of um, knowledge um and just uh, some reflection but definitely vibes always vibes always vibes, vibes, always,
0: vibes. always always without a doubt and speaking of vibes i think you have a, a really good fun fact for us today
1: yes sir um so i, I thought this one goes well with traveling so you know yeah. when you're in a plane and they make you close the shutters mm. Oh, they open it. Sorry, you have to open it. You have to open it when you oh, take, yeah, off like or take
0: off and land. Yeah.
1: Do you know why you have to open it?
0: I don't. I okay. Don't.
1: Yeah, so I actually read about this the other day. So in a, in a plane, you are most likely to get into a situation, like a dangerous situation during takeoff or landing. And the reason that they want you to open the blind is so that your eyes don't have to adjust to the lighting. So if it's open... Your eyes are in natural light, right? Because yeah. that's the light is all coming into the plane. So if something were to like, let's say all the blinds were closed and something happens and then it opens all of a sudden, you won't be able to see because your eyes will be adjusting. So it's like a safety
0: precaution. Oh, like
1: it is a wow. real safety precaution. It's
0: not because I always no, thought I, I, I was. This is classy, man. Yeah. I was like, like, let me take my photo, bro. Like, I want yeah. to record this for real.
1: Yeah, or like what? The, like you just have to adjust your seat that little bit, or, or like. But all of these things are to like enable you. So if your tray is down, you yeah. can't get to the um, the life jacket as yes. easily. If your seat is back, you can't get the um, oxygen, oxygen mask. as easily because you're not in the right. So it's actually as much as we as much as we like Damn. like to complain about everything. Okay. As it happens, it's actually for like for for our for our own safety. I thought that was really interesting. And um, I actually thought, just on a side note, while we were flying, I think, I sometimes think, oh, as a teacher, I have so much patience and yada, yada, all these things. Can you imagine being an air hostess? Can you imagine the level of patience you need to have? The things I see on planes.
0: A different breed, man. That's a different breed. And such, is, like, such a small thing is in, uh, in relation to what you mentioned is that um, safety, safety message that they do before flying. I think that's probably a minute. Minute tops. Exit doors in the front, and the side, and the rear. There are the strips to guide you in the main cabin. If it falls, clicking the seat unt- <laughs> <laughs> I think that takes about thirty seconds at at most, and it's something that they always struggle with because you always have to say, "Sorry, sir. Do you mind taking off your?" Yeah. headphones just to hear this message which please you put your phones. phone down and you know there's so many things that i'm learning about aircraft uh one of our friends here uh, mentioned that he said look i was blessed so he didn't choose his his seat in the plane and it was the random selection and he ended up in the seats that's beside the door so the emergency exit okay where you get you happen to get the bigger uh legroom legroom yeah and Little did he know that there are responsibilities that come with it's a that big seat. job. It's a it big is job. It's a big job. So before they even get into the safety, the general safety message for the entire plane, they come to you first and say, Hi guys, gonna get your attention. Just so you know, you guys are located at emergency exits. Are you willing to participate? And yeah. More often than not, people are just like, Yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it. And I don't think people understand the level of um, responsibility that comes with it. You are the ones that can't fall asleep on the plane. You always have to be alert. (laughs) I think he he mentioned how he fell asleep just before they took off, and the air hostess had to come to him and say, sorry, sorry, um, I need you to remain vigilant, remain awake, so that should anything happen, you are the one in charge that's here to save the passengers." The whole flight... You don't I, think was, I think it was. I think it was for the um, for the takeoff and for the landing. So he was yeah. slumped in his in his seat, falling asleep, there and the air hostess had to okay. come and wake him. And just because I sat there living. before,
1: and they do yeah. they do tell you they do tell you that. I mean, they didn't tell me I can't sleep, but I mean, <laughs> no. but, but I also was looking, and then you check at the door because I was on a very small plane when I sat in the yeah. emergency seats, and I was at a very um. Normally they have those massive doors, but the one I was on was like small and it's like okay yeah if you're not strong enough to to lift the door off its hinges and throw it out you shouldn't sit here I'm thinking lift the door off its hinges (laughs) with air pressure pressure. I'm like like, I'm not a small dude I'm I'm like (laughs) but it does only weigh 15 kilograms apparently and then I'm like 15 kilograms between me and outside that's what that's what's keeping me safe I had a lot of questions like I really felt like I, there wasn't a the job for me, man. But Yeah, <laughs> anyway, anyway. So yeah, that I thought that a fun fact about flying. Oh, um,
0: that is amazing. But let's
1: chat. Let's chat. Let's chat holidays because Tev, you, yeah. you went on a you went on a, a, an overseas trip. You had some family over. Ooh, Run yeah. us through it. What happened? Some oh, highs yeah. and lows. Oh
0: yeah. Oh yeah. So this was um, it's, this was our first time going to Europe. Uh, both Lisa and I, and we went to France, and we. It was the first winter trip, um, I should say, that we, we've been on. So a lot of the time, coming from the southern hemisphere, we'd ordinarily go to a island or the coast more often than not for a nice, warm, peaceful holiday that involves a pool of some kind or ocean. Um, yeah, any kind of water activity. Yeah. And this is the first time we swapped that out for a European white um, December and. We went to France uh, Paris, France specifically Um, So we did a week in Disneyland Which was pretty sick Uh, Lisa is a massive Disney fan She can recite the words for every Disney song And probably retell every line From I'd go on to say 95% of Disney movies So she's a massive fan
1: and you not and so much or what what's the
0: I had been to Disney World before when I was a youngster, the one in the States. And I okay. liked it. It was awesome. Like even though I wasn't massive on Disney, the attractions, the fan parks mm-hmm. or the theme parks rather, than the kind of interactions that are available. It's so nice. I understand why they term it as the the happiest place on earth. There's just so much <laughs> going on and it's it's honestly if I were to describe it it's like the the children or the young adult equivalent of a casino bright lights there's a lot of sound there are attractions it's just so much going on it's, it's great for the senses and i think it was an epic time despite the cold which generally hovered around uh, a minus one or minus two during, during the, the day during oh the wow the day so Jeez. you'd wake That's up mad. and there's snow legit whilst you walk into um the bus stops and they take you to the theme parks
1: was but it um busy was it really busy man
0: the yes like so we went in the beginning of december early december and it was packed every single day from about eight o'clock when the park opens till eight o'clock at night when the park opens so how disney paris is laid out they have two main parks one is the Walt Disney theme park and that mm-hmm. has all of your um, <clears throat> Disney themed attractions. So it's, it's quite similar to uh, the one in States where it, it would be based off characters. So you'd mm-hmm. be able to have a meet and greet with Mickey, Pluto, Green Army Man, whatever it has, and then. Multiple little parks in there. So there's Discovery Land, which is Buzz Lightyear and the science part of things. Okay. So we have a Star Wars and Buzz Lightyear, that kind of thing going on. Then there's another park, which is um, Marvel. <clears throat> okay. Those are Marvel characters. Um, there is uh, the Pixar side of things. Okay. And they have some of those attractions. And then they just have general general stores. And um, their big attractions in the evenings are the firework shows, which are okay. so brilliant. But you say yeah.
1: you say stack, like were you waiting in long queues for the lines?
0: Yeah. And so they, they have this really helpful app called the Disney app. When you go into it, you're able to see real-time what the wait is for um, attractions. So yeah. the main... Uh, ride so think of it like an anaconda back home equivalent space Mountain, space Mountain, all of that you generally on average wait an hour at least sure at a time some rides and attractions i know the longest one we were waiting in which was crushes coaster so the turtle from finding nemo oh yeah yeah has its own little interactive coaster the wait there was two hours two hours at a time that people that's are long man
1: that's long and
0: it is crazy long but all in all a really nice experience lots of rides, lots of attractions we stayed in we stayed on site in okay. the hotel santa fe so that's the hotel that's themed from the cars movies okay really nice they do such a good job in making it feel like the like movies. you in that world yeah exactly okay. so that right. was the first part of the trip and then second half of the trip we were in Paris, just city centre, and this is where we could do all the sightseeing, the tourist things, go and see the Eiffel Tower, the Louvre, the Art, oh, the trip. Did you, oh, you peep?
1: Did you peep the Mona Lisa?
0: Oh yeah. I had to
1: go. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: We are connoisseurs okay. sometimes. Oh yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> we oui. <baby>. <laughs> We oui, oui, Mona Lisa baguette, the we, we, have, we have it all, and yeah, it made sense to get Mona Lisa and Lisa in the same photo uh,
1: of course, and it's oh, it's course.
0: insane how many people waited in the line just to take a photo with the Mona Lisa, and the way they structure the line, it isn't very progressive, it's not you walking into the room, have a cue. And see a queue and almost waiting line to take a photo people would um form their own queue but they at at the front so there's a uh, about two what do you call it um two ropes that separate okay. public from the actual photo yes and it's just random people in clumps trying to get whatever angle they can to take a photo of the moment. so Risa. there's actually like no order there is no order whatsoever. Sure. And you're standing at least maybe two meters, three meters away from the actual painting. So.
1: Is it, is it, is it like really something though? Like seeing it, like, is it really as, um, cause they, they say like the, like her, her it's painted in such a way that like her facial expression can even change in, in, I've read like all these things it about is, what makes it it's so It's a great. really
0: beautiful painting, but I don't think it should be the be all and end all in the Louvre, there are so many great paintings in the Louvre that people skip over and pass over just to go and see the um, the Mona Lisa. And the Louvre is massive; it's almost like if you were to have an entire um, college. Oh wow! Okay. You imagine the structure of that that's separated into the various um, art um, styles, styles as well as the Ages of art. Okay. As well. So when you come into the Louvre, there's I think it's about four different areas in which you can start exploring, but it's about three stories high and there's just so much to get through. I don't yeah. think you'd you'd be able to get it done in one day.
1: How long how long were you guys there for?
0: We were that there day in the Louvre for about three, four hours and we didn't even get to see everything.
1: Okay. Okay, yeah. and but so, it's funny infinity,
0: so, but it's it's like A4, almost A4, maybe it's a, A4, maybe
1: A, maybe A3.
0: Comparative like, to the actually, shirt
1: behind you, comparative to the shirt behind it. you,
0: it's about the size of the actual shirt, maybe.
1: What? Maybe. And then you're like three meters away.
0: That's it, man. I'll take you a photo in this podcast, and people. Yeah,
1: that's jokes, man. That's Whatever. jokes.
0: Yeah. So tell think- me then,
1: your trip, your trip to Paris, um. Like, do you have like a highlight and a low light kind of thing?
0: A uh, highlight for Paris would be the city itself. Man, what a beautiful city. It's absolutely stunning. Um, I see why there's so much appeal for the city. Mm. Low lights. Ooh, language barrier is always going to be um, a challenge. But I think
1: you having the willingness, speak, the
0: willingness of people just to try for you like if you see i'm speaking broken french so i understand they don't like people speaking (laughs) english to them i understand that fact fine but if i am attempting to speak to you in your language and you can kind of make out of what i'm saying at least help me out then and be like yeah so you're looking for the grocery store it's down here and to the left okay but nah, french people are they true to their their values they maybe
1: Maybe we shouldn't say French. Maybe we should say Parisians.
0: Let's say Parisians. So, other French people, I'm sure you guys are are a little different. But yeah, experience-wise, place amazing. People mm, a little harder to, to
1: a little harder it through, to bond with.
0: Overall, Paris is a nice uh, a nice city. I think I'd I definitely go back. But in the summer, like okay. winter, it was it was rough, man. Okay. And we were very fortunate, sorry, last thing to wrap up on this, and I've been here for a while, is I was there for the World Cup final.
1: Uh-huh. We
0: managed to go into a bar to see the World Cup final. Your emotions, the emotions, <laughs> the emotional roller coaster that was that final. Goal, France, going behind. After the first goal, the guy actually switched the TV. So The, um, the owner of the store. So in this very... Quaint cafe. There's about thirty of us That's maybe in uh, in the store. And after Argentina scored the first goal, he actually changed to like Pepper Pig equivalent. Honestly, for a solid 10-15 minutes. This man was so upset. Why that long? He was he was not having it. Like he was so oh, upset. A good 10-15 minutes we had to watch Pepper Pig in French. <laughs> <laughs> Only after that did he bring it back to um, to the game. Um we obviously know what the result was it yeah, was yeah. an amazing final I'll try include um a few clips as well I tried to interview people but obviously given the result hey, they weren't having it it didn't go away <laughs> um but a really a really enjoyable experience I think yeah okay the passion from the french people was amazing and that's People who are, are football fans, so people just walking down the street, there's a lot of unity in them supporting the team, which is really cool to see. Okay.
1: Oh, yeah, I've yeah. heard that um, French people wear their hearts on their sleeves. You know, like I have heard that. Um, totally. So, yeah, that sounds good, man. Sounds like it was a totally. good holiday.
0: Yeah. And then thereafter, uh, we came back, and then my in-laws came up. So Lisa's parents were here for some time. And that was really nice to have family um, over and have that familiarity, especially over Christmas and you mm, still so sure. a very relaxed uh, Christmas, um, but still managed to do the the feast like tradition that we do. So it. Who had cooked? Salmon. Um My mom-in-law. Okay. She made leg of lamb. We had turkey, and then Lisa made a peppermint crisp tart for the um, four of
1: you. Yeah. You still chowing those leftovers, huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> For a week straight, you we were eating, man. Yes, like it was. It was nice, um, but that was nice. Um, and then years also quite quite a relaxed one. Okay. So overall, nice that we got to do the experience out. Very much a itinerary, a full itinerary, while yeah. in France and come back, and then yeah, we, we managed to do quite a bit with him as well. Um, seeing. The An Arsenal game, seeing a City game, went to SeaWorld. Yeah, top of the table. Oh man, awesome. he's still ringing in my ear because every morning <laughs> he'd get up and it would my father would start singing. Uh, what's this? You know, Super Me uh, On and on and on.
1: That's
0: the one. Day in, day out, he'd sing it. Um, without a doubt And every day Lisa would also Remind me that We are Double the league Say, We are double the league Yeah uh-huh. yeah And I've, I had to Grin and bear That for about Nearly a month straight So It's nice to have A bit of A bit of peace In the house man <laughs> But kudos to you guys Yeah Arsenal Do you thing, I must give you credit And it was A nice holiday man It was nice Nice oh, That's around. good to hear And how about you man I know you had some, some Really good Oh, uh, So
1: month. Um, obviously, you know, those people that are new to the pod won't know, but you know, I went, we went to India, um, and mm. Nepal, uh, we jumped around, uh, we arrived in India and we met with Katya's mom and stepdad and we spent two days with them, which was really cool. Like it was really, really special to link up, um, you know, like in that way. Um, it unfortunately wasn't over Christmas. Uh, we saw them 23, 24, but that's all right. Um, mm. uh, it was just really cool to see them. And, um, yeah, man, so we were in three cities in India. We were between Delhi, uh, another city called Jaipur, and Agra, which is where the Taj Mahal is. And then we jump, we hopped over to um, Nepal, where we were in Kathmandu, and then another little town or city, village kind of thing called uh, Pokhara. Um so yeah, it was really cool. Like India was really, really eye opening. Um mm-hmm. you know when you when you think of a billion people, you know, like it's a billion people, bro. It's a lot, of, it's a lot of people. Like <laughs>
0: There's a lot of people.
1: I remember so we went with a tour guide, which um to people that are traveling to India, I highly recommend getting a tour guide. Um it helps a lot. We it really yeah. does. Um not just a specific guide. We went with a company that organized everything for us and they were nice. very, very good. Um uh so we um I remember we, I was talking to this guy, and he was telling me about how um, the train company employs a million people, right? So I was thinking to myself, whoa, yes. that's a lot of people. I'm like, a <laughs> million people, that's a lot of jobs that it provides. And then I'm like – then I took a step back, and I'm like, like but a versus a billion? Yeah. A million is that not is actually fractional. that really much. Yeah. That's like fractional. And they like, he's like, yeah, this is one of the biggest employers in, in our country, obviously, right? And the, just in that context where I was like, you know, like, because a, a billion is, I don't think people always realize how much more a billion is to a million. You mm-hmm. know, like, I think, and I was just like, there's a lot of people, man. So, you, yes, you feel that. But, I mean, living in Bangkok, I feel like there's a lot of people anyway. But it's like when you start to contextualize it in that kind of way that you really start to understand. Um, I'll tell you that Indian people always want to sell you stuff. Um I I, I <laughs> now I have the experience. I quite like now I kind of feel like I'm allowed to I'm allowed to say this now. <laughs> Indian people want to sell you stuff all the time. Um so that was um a little bit you know it depends on what kind of person you are. It wasn't really for us like constantly it's never uh like harassing, if you know what I mean. It's never okay. like pushing, 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 but legit everybody but has happens. something. Everybody has something to sell you and everybody like knows someone that you like somehow they can make a connection to you. So like, where are you from? I'm from South Africa. Oh yeah. Look at my phone. I've got family in South Africa. Oh, uh, no, I'm not selling you anything. I'm just telling you. He's I've telling got family. You, um, so where are you going now? Oh no, I'm going to this place. Uh, fab India. Oh, Oh, fab India. Oh, but I take you here. I'm like, my cousin has a shop very like, like, like fab India, but cheaper and better. My bro, that happens so many times. Um, <laughs> But it was ah, good. It was good. good. And Indian people are friendly. They're really friendly, yeah. um, warm people. Um, it was interesting to learn there's um, prejudice exists everywhere. And we always have these prejudices against people that are close to us. So there's actually a lot of underlying conflict between like Hindus and Muslims in mm. in India, which I didn't know about um, to the extent of when you hear people talking. And obviously that's sad. You never want to see stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so it was interesting from that point of view and then the food yeah, must uh, have been yeah so we didn't get sick so everyone was like you're gonna get sick you're gonna get sick you're gonna get sick and we didn't and yeah. we ate at like we ate at like more expensive places but we also played ate at like, like really local places okay. yeah so i mean we knew the rules of like what to avoid like always try to eat hot food it was cold so we were eating hot food anyway but i'll tell you this so the food was delicious right yeah but you can only eat it for like four days because it gets to a point where it's like, it's like when you first get there, like it's exciting and it's new and you're eating oh. it, right? And I've never tasted curry like this. It's so good. Then they're like, Oh, you must try this one. This one's different. And you eat it. You're like, mm, I can taste the differences. They're slightly after like four days. They're like, okay, but taste this one is different. It's and I'm nice. like, but is, is it, it different? is it though is it really different though <laughs> like can we just be serious for a second like how different is it oh yeah this one's made with paneer and this was made with chicken i'm like but it's it's not different it's though. like it's let's stop place. lying to it's each it's other the
0: Same, yeah 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 but
1: it was good it was good it was good so that was okay, it was nice. a really cool experience um yeah. then we went to Kathmandu. oh the tea in india uh really good masala chai masala is yeah. magic like honestly um oh and we did like oh one more thing about india that was really cool you go to a lot of these like forts and um, you go to some temples, but India was more like these kind of forts, like where kings and palaces and stuff like that, which have now been abandoned for hundreds of years. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: And you just go to these places and they, they monuments, they are huge. They're so big. Right. And they like tell you these stories about this King lived here. This room was for his one wife. This was for his second wife. This one was for his third wife then he would sit up here and the concubines would dance down there and they would play music and you're like, Whoa, Indian Kings lived it, lived the life. But you look at this palace and they paint this picture for you where they're like, there were these carpets here and these curtains. And then they put, uh, these rose petals and, and lavender in the water. And you just, if you can just close your eyes and just try and imagine it. I think we underestimate what luxury is, Versus, like mm. what I could picture those kings, the lives that they were living, you know, sounds
0: proper so, opulent. It's like, mm, yeah,
1: like, it was, it's grand. If you would imagine like what, yeah, mm. yeah. So that's, that's, that was really I also cool. Heard
0: that one, <clears throat> did you experience this? That there's quite a bit of classism in India.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then this, so they had the they had they used to have the caste system, okay, where you basically were born into a class. Okay. Um and there was a there was a system there was untouchables. Um so like they were the lowest of low class and literally if you physically touch them you had to shower and um so yeah there's a they they say that they obviously it's been years and years since the yeah. class system was taken away but that it always the echoes will always remain, you know? Yeah. They can hear a surname and they're able to tell you what class they those people, their family were in. Was, yeah. Okay. You know, so it kind of like, um, it, it gives you like a little bit of context. Um, okay. You know, it's just, it does exist for sure, yeah. for sure. And then
0: the second thing I've heard about India is that <clears throat> once you go and visit India, you get um, a completely new experience on, on travel and on people. So would you say that you had this life changing experience when visiting India? Almost to the point that. Thus far in your travel journey, would you say India has been the one um, unforgettable place? It's the one that's changed you Um, I
1: don't, It's difficult to say. I feel Thailand because I know I live here, but this was my big thing. This was really yeah. my big change. I went through the most personal growth and stuff here. But I can see what you're saying. I can see how that could happen. It is one of the most unique places I've ever been. Yeah. Um, I can't honestly say I'm in a rush to go back um like and like soon uh to be honest with you it, it, it's 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 a lot like they say it's overwhelming for the senses it, it is it really is yeah. like there's a lot of sounds actually people said it smells it i didn't experience that it was not a, it didn't smell good but maybe i just don't smell good so i was mixing up the <laughs> but it, it, it's overwhelming with to the senses like you can see it's like busy and it's hectic and and you really need to debrief afterwards it was definitely eye-opening in a lot of ways um you realize like your place in the world and you realize to check your privilege um you know i think yeah like i said with so many people just even just being born there like i think must be beautiful and wonderful but i think it presents its own sets of challenges you know being one one in a billion literally like i think it makes life quite tough you know um so it did change my perspective did shift In that sense in a lot of ways you know then we went to nepal which was really cool i really really i really love nepal um the food was a bit uninspired but the place was really cool um we were in Kathmandu for quite a while um there it was more temples and stuff like we went to like stupas which are like the buddhist um like kind of worship places we went to some hindu temples we went to um did some you do a little bit more shopping We got to see the himalayas um Mm, which was quite cool um we too we drove 200 kilometers to that little village that i mentioned Pokhara. but the roads were shocking it took us like seven hours to drive 200 kilometers so but i mean driving when you're in another country is always cool because Mm. you see a whole bunch of different stuff but yeah yeah, i want to go back to nepal and do a track i think that'll be cool um and I think it's really? achievable. It doesn't yeah. it's not Everest or nothing. There's other tracks you can do. <laughs> um so yeah, I I really, I really, really like I will I, I want to go back to Nepal. Um I, I'm quite keen. Um I found it very interesting. This will be my last point that I'll make, but I found it very interesting that in Nepal, Buddhism is fairly big there. Um yeah. they have like uh like I said, these stupas, which are like these triangular roofs that have like a square base that have like a Uh, It looks like eyes and a nose, but it's just eyes and actually has a question mark and it's all about finding enlightenment and stuff. Um, And obviously being in Thailand, which is also a largely Buddhist country, I found it exceptionally interesting to see how these two um, countries celebrated the same faith so differently. Like Mm. the the core belief is the same, of course, but like their temples were chalk and cheese. They were completely different. Yeah. Yeah. And when I looked at at every, in Nepal, which was really, what was really amazing was Hindu is the second biggest, uh, really, or I don't know if Hindu is the most popular or Buddhism, but mm-hmm. in every Buddhist temple and in every Hindu temple, there is a Buddhist or Hindu shrine. So the opposite. Yeah. So in every, and it's like this duality that exists between them. And it's about yeah. working and living together and, and real harmony and harmoniousness and But again, prejudice, people, a lot of people in Nepal don't seem to like Indian people. Um, You know, it's the easiest holiday for Indian people to come and they seem to have some prejudice there. But just to see these two
0: people practicing the same thing in different ways, it was
1: really, really eye-opening. And it was was great. It was great.
0: That's actually such a cool holiday. And I I give you guys credit for um, doing holidays that's off the beaten path off the beaten track you know it's not the traditional holidays in a sense and there's so much um to see and do but also so much personal learnings I think and perspective like what you've described that happens on trips like this yeah which is yeah and it felt like
1: it it did feel like it you know um it felt unique in a sense um like I said like I, I would never have pictured myself Sometimes there's a lot of things I think about if I were to speak to myself 10 years ago and I said, I don't know if I mentioned to you before, but if I said to 19-year-old Tyler, like, mate, you're going to be living in Thailand and in the December 2022 holiday, you're going to go to India, I'd be like, I think you might have the wrong person there, (laughs) friend. But, yeah, yeah, it was, it really was. It was unique. It was special. It was great. Um, You know, And you know, I've mentioned to you briefly, we have some plans for this year. Yeah, which we'll get into at a a later stage. But um, I'm glad that we managed to do this now. Um, I'm not so sure if I see it happening again in my life. Um, You know, like, I think I might go back there eventually, but it's not like a place where I'm like, ooh, I can't wait to take my children there, Mm, you know? mm. But it is the place that I'll say to my children when they're old enough, I'll be like, you should go. Like, I'm not coming with you but like you should you, go like go, go check it out like yeah. i i went and i did it now you go check it out i don't want to come but you know
0: like <laughs> but go <you> do. <laughs> get, get this live lesson and perspective for me no, yeah, that's awesome, yeah yeah i think no, it was great that's it was something great that I'd, I'd also um be open to checking out before we move on last question mm-hmm. on this little, little do people know that tyler um, is a podcaster by day or well, a teacher by day a podcaster by night and a snake charmer on the weekends could you just give some <laughs> some feedback on your your practices as a snake charmer does that like?
1: um so it was actually funny like we were driving to this place um in jaipur like this big place that we were going to and i was asking them i'm like oh how snake charmers like it just came to my head i was actually thinking about the pod episode where you were talking about <laughs> how you'd beat a cobra and i was like oh I'm in India. Can I see a snake charmer? I was so excited. I was like, oh, is this possible? Oh, they were like, yeah, I think we'll see one there. And then we got there and he's like, oh, you're lucky. There's a snake charmer right here. I'm thinking, yo, it's going down. Here we go. It was cold apparently for the snake. So uh, the snake was very, very, very passive. Um, And it wasn't because of the charming. Because I asked, I was like, this thing is, (laughs) is it alive? Like what's potting here? And it did move and stuff. But they said it's freezing now for a snake. Oh, so it's gosh. not super responsive. Um, yeah. And they were there, obviously, and it was cool. You can see you, I posted on my personal Instagram, like like where the guy, yeah. he's questionable turban on my head. Like, oh, I I, I I don't know if I was more comfortable with the snake, snake or the turban, to be honest with you. I think I'd take the snake over. Anyway, it's fine. You know, like when in Rome. Um, uh, but it was cool. It was cool. I nice. I know that they're more responsive in the in the sun. Um. But yeah, yeah. apparently, like they keep these snakes for years. Um. Mm-hmm. Some of them remove their fangs. Some of them don't. Um. You know. So yeah. But it was cool. It was cool to Very actually see that it happens. You know. Yeah.
0: In person. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. think that was quite a quite a notable thing from your yeah from your holiday that I just had to touch on. Um. And speaking of 2023, we obviously. That means that there's a whole year. Uh, another well, I can't say 365 days, but there are 300 plus days left yeah. for us to try and attain things, to try and work towards things. Yeah. Um, I saw with New Year's resolutions. I guess. Mm. Like, do you do mm. that? Is that your thing? Do you have anything that you've marked out for 2023 that you're working towards? Um.
1: Yeah. So it's actually it's a tricky one. Um. Yes and no. Um, in some cases, um, like the pod, for example, I have specific goals that I've set towards the pod. Um, which by the way, if everyone's still here and listening, now's a good time to like and subscribe to the channels. Please do that. Um, it really it's a big help, yeah. It was a great (laughs) segue. No, but legit, I have some pod related goals where um, you and I have already started talking and we'll continue to talk about it. Um, But on a personal level, I found that I've – it's like starting a diet on a Monday. I'm a bit wary of, like, New Year's resolutions because Mm -hmm. I find that they are often – they fizzle out, right? We all know the gyms are packed in the first two weeks of of the holiday. We all know cigarette sales go down in the first week of the holiday. These things, they get a bit repetitive at a stage thankfully i've managed to shed most of my vices at least like you know Mm -hmm. so i don't have those kinds of things where i'm like i need to stop smoking or i need to stop this or because i thankfully i don't have those kinds of things anymore but on the other hand like i also have like some some goals that i've set but my question with my goals is that like them how they're going to be attainable so i heard this really nice thing like um this really nice what is it like uh, a euphemism i suppose. Um, maybe not a euphemism is not the right word. It was like just a phrase or a saying. So yeah. whenever you get lost or you get anxious or you worried or stressed about everything, just look down and look at your feet and be where your feet are. So just be in the presence and in that moment. So there's no point in stressing about what happened or what's going to happen. And now, if I say my goal is to be more present and more mindful, it's a very difficult goal to measure. If you see yeah. what I'm saying. So. Mm-hmm. If would I call it a resolution? I don't know. I am, I want to be a lot more mindful of being in moments and enjoying the present, um, you know, with e- everything changing the way it is. Yeah, but I don't know. Do you call that a resolution?
0: I don't it's know not if it's a resolution or if it's more like a a life goal because life goals I think can be attainable. Like, I can quantify it, I can say, um. I can also give it a time duration but yes additionally it can also be something that's a constant it's something that's always being worked on that's always yeah um something I mean, that's always mind being kept um in mind
1: yes or yeah. a
0: reflection on a day-to-day month-to-month whatever the basis yeah. is but i think yeah, it probably falls so, into a
1: so i'll say this you know, i'll say this in reason. terms of quantifiable and measurable goals that i, yeah. I would like to reach i'm not going to put numbers on it but i want We'll talk. Let's talk next week. We'll talk about some pod pod related goals that we feel we can share because we need people to help us reach them. So we need to tell people what they are. So let's put some numbers together and we'll do Perfect. that. So for quantifiable goals for myself, I have a few. I'll say, one. I would like to uh, get some sort of business um, qualification. It um, doesn't have to be a degree, but like a proper business course i want to i want to commit something to that that i think is a is a quantifiable attainable goal another thing i would like to do is i'd like to earn a i would like to set up a passive form of income for myself this year that's another goal that i have and then the third the third goal that i have is like it's all work-related stuff so i do have some quantifiable goal. and then there's the other soft factors soft soft goals i call them yep. so like being more present making more time for the things that matter to me um you know like those things yeah how about you what are your feelings on new year's resolutions and setting them and etc
0: i find them to be um a novelty man more often than not like you said people fall away after the second week and i find it's it's Really, just one of those societal pressures that people put on themselves. Oh, I'm going to get into the gym. Oh, I'm going to start saving. I'm going to go on holiday. And it never works out. So I think um, if we can be a little more, what can I say the word is, um, very intentional about our goals and our Desires or progresses that we're looking to make this year. I think life mm. life goals um, is a very interesting aspect and something I think we'll touch on um, quite broadly as well um, in time to come about life goals, setting goals, what yeah. life coaches even look like, something like that. Um, for me, I'd say, yeah, um, news resolutions don't last long. So I'd rather say, as just setting goals. Both short term and then long term personal goals. So I'd say short term, quite similar to you, um, being more present, working on being um, a better communicator, I'd say, in all aspects, be it on the work level, on the personal level, personal capacity. And this improved relations. I find like last year I mentioned some of the challenges that come with having moved away from yeah. your social circle, your social network. And trying to still um, have those relationships Remain as good as what they were um, before yes. we left So that's uh, another aspect of it um, In terms of my professional um, goals for this year I'd like to get a, a really good a job that I love um, yeah. Especially in the field that I'm, I'm looking to explore So that's digital marketing sports marketing more specifically so hopefully that can come about and then on a personal front just some of my i'll call them my side quests um learn how to play an instrument so i'm going to try the keyboard this year um lisa and i have spoken about learning another language so i think if i can be a lot we have a lot of entry with spanish okay um so we've seen a lot of Spanish dramas on Netflix and we've tried more often than not to not watch the dubbed version. So rather read the subtitles and hear the uh-huh. um, actual um, language. So yeah. I think if I can get committed to like a Duolingo, at least of a, a Duolingo or any kind of okay. language learning app, that would be a good one for me. And yeah, Exploring a lot more On the creative outlet So I think Be it okay. writing Be it For our pod um, I think I'm really curious To explore And have that output This year so I like I'm that really I like that
1: there. Maybe Maybe has an idea Of what we can do Maybe we need to set some um, It's actually an idea I got from Another podcast That I listened to um, And I I don't want to say it Without swearing But And gigs The two uh-huh. British gents um, Cause, uh, but anyway, they have this thing that they do on their like more on on one of their things where they they are they hold each other accountable. They specifically focus on gym, um, but maybe you and I can set up because you and I obviously talk weekly. Yep. Maybe we can set up like some sort of um, short or small goals. Like if you say creativity, for example, maybe we can some set up some sort of accountability system towards each other where okay. we say at the beginning of the pod, whether it's on air or off but we we will see how the flow is working. But like yeah. I can say, if you say your thing is creativity, I can ask you, okay, Tep, what creative thing did you, how did you express your creativity this week? Nice. If that's one of your goals. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can set up that as a task that we can set up what our accountability will be. towards like one that. another.
0: I like that. Accountability partners are always key, man. And they help. Yeah. They, they really do. They help you get to your goal.
1: So as we know, we always come into the new year with like a new year, new me, right? That's always what it is. Like always. a hashtag. And I know we three, three weeks away. So maybe this question's a bit far, but I wanted to ask you, do you have anything that you really, any message, anything that you experienced, anything that you learned in 2022, some core thing that you're carrying that you're like, okay, this is what I'm carrying with me into 2023 and beyond.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh- I'd say communication is key i know we hear that a lot say ah oh, communication is key and it's something that's thrown around quite often but for me it was um, a big learning lesson i think in moving away from home i understood and i i got so much time to kind of self-analyze and do a deep dive into who i am what are some of the areas of improvement that i could work on i think communication um, yeah, that's that's a, a big one for me. I think okay. being open and honest with friends, family, work, everybody in your um, circle is yeah. uh, an important part, and it's something that I want to do a bit more of. Um, I think it was two episodes ago where I expressed the um, the challenge that I had when I was either looking to people please or yes. be everyone's favorite, and that came with a lot of restriction in expressing yeah. myself or saying my piece so i think this okay. year it would be having better communication um also the opposite on that or the, the other side of that coin is to be become a better listener as well okay so to yeah hear people out understand and then um use the appropriate response Okay, you? on
1: that, on that, I'll just, yeah. yeah, I'll give you mine now. On that, you know, I found a game changer in my relationship is mm. one simple question when Katya is talking to me. And I don't know if you do this when Lisa is talking to you. And if our listeners take anything away from this episode, take this question away. When your partner or your friend is complaining or speaking to you or expressing an emotion to you, right? You need to listen, obviously, like you said. The key question that you need to ask them when they're done, you just got to ask them, are you looking for advice right now? Or do you just want me to listen to you? Oh, that Oof. question changes everything. I promise you, because I, I think what? I mentioned what? it before. What? Like I'm too much of like a
0: problem solver. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And I can tell you how much it's, it, how much it has improved my relationships. That when I ask that question, people really feel like you, you are listening and you care. and, yeah. Um sometimes it's like, oh yeah, I would like advice. Sometimes it's like I'm not really looking for advice right now, and I swear that helps so that much. Is
0: a game changer. No, It can it changed things when I started asking that's, that no,
1: question. No, no. My big lesson from from last year that I that I that I really took away um is I'm really, really starting to understand, and I don't know if it's because of the expat life, I'm not sure what it is, but I'm really starting to understand that people in your life are – different people serve different purposes in your life. Mm-hmm. And it's a, really, it's a lesson that I learned last year, which once I realized that, it really made things easier for me. So, you know, we always want to – like I said, maybe as expats also, we want to be – we have a missing factor in that we don't have our families there. So these friends and these people that we make, sort of, there's a stage where they become everything to us, right? And we 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 take these people in and we bring them into our lives and we we seek that closeness, right? Yeah. And then we get majorly disappointed when they when they when they let us down or whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah. But I've really started to learn that different people in your life can play a different part or a different role for you, and the same people can play different roles at different times, right? So I'm sure you know, like with Lisa, there's times where she's your friend, there's times where she's your, your wife, there's times where she's your lover, there's times when she's, um, not your enemy, because she's never your enemy, but sometimes she's like, your the person that you're conflicting with at that point in time. And it's, I I've learned to accept that different people play different roles and that is, that's perfectly okay. Not every relationship needs to be deep and meaningful and all these things you can have, those friends that you know, I can't get deep with this guy. This guy mm. doesn't, he does he just, he's not deep that way. He, yeah. and, and that's I mean, fine. Like that doesn't that. make, I'm no better because I'm deep and meaningful and philosophical. Ironically, having a deep and meaningful philosophical conversation, but I'm no better in that case. And you know what? Sometimes you just want a shallow conversation. Sometimes yeah. you just right. want to talk about the fact that Arsenal's better than city or we just want to make jokes <laughs> like that right sometimes that's all we need and i really feel when i when that kind of revelation came along and i know it sounds mm-hmm. simple and i know some people will be cynical and be like oh yeah but of course but for me when that clicked and i realized all my, my life became easier because yeah. my expectations were not the same and then the, that benefits those relationships that is a a
0: very good point yeah and like as you're saying it's hard harder to put in practice than just understanding the theory of it and speaking of expectations just a small point there is i've also had to learn that having expectations for someone but without me communicating that to them or them not having knowledge on that Mm -hmm. sets us all up for failure because i then sit with the disappointment of you not living up to the expectation that i had of you and likewise you're can't understand or you can't really fathom why it is that I could get upset with you for not acting, um, in accordance to the way I wanted you to do. Cause you, and then then it's not fair.
1: It's not fair on them, right? Because they didn't even know that they had that expectation. They didn't even know that. Right. So, yeah, I think that would have been my kind of, uh, the takeaway kind of message that I had, um, you know, from, from last year, obviously many, many other things, you know, lots of things happened. We changed our lives when we started the podcast in a way, you know. People think it, it has to be life changing in that we're making money, which we're not, but know. that are oh, you making lots of money off the podcast or how are you gonna monetize? It's not only about that, right? It's also like this creative expression, um, learning to commit to something and keep keep up with it, you know. Wow. So yeah, there's been a load of lessons, but I think for me, like it's it's come around to that a few times where I've experienced things where I'm like yeah, like you said, it's about those expectations and communicating those expectations, which I think, yeah. um, can only make, only make life better, you know?
0: Exactly. I love so that.
1: let's do just one quick little light-hearted question. So I actually saw a, uh, there was a guy who won the lotto in, uh, in America. I don't know if it was, and he put on a scream mask, right? You know, the that, fa- that screen mask <laughs> to go and claim the lotto because he did not want his family to recognize him or his relatives to recognize him which i don't even know that the lotto releases pictures of you receiving your money but that's a different story it
0: must be for like some massive winnings i think i've only seen
1: yeah because he won the jackpot right and he put the yeah. put this mask on he didn't want his relatives to recognize him there you go okay so then it was a follow-up question that i saw that um that was on it made the rounds on all the social medias. And the question was, if you won the lottery today, like a big one, let's say $100 million, what's the first thing you'd buy? Don't say paying off debt. Like, let's talk the first thing, Talking and I haven't object, even thought yeah. about it. Because I, I can't
0: say I'm going to invest it all in stock.
1: Man, nah, don't be boring.
0: An object. An object, yeah. I'll, buy a, oof, I'll buy a really nice, comfortable house. Um, yeah, I think because that's also something that we've learned makes money. Mm. So if ever if I don't want to stay there or if I just want to rent it out, then I have some passive income coming out. I'd like to be really modern. I think I'd build it. so yes, I wouldn't just buy it. I'd build it, and it'd be something okay. that's very modern. I have uh, it's one of the dreams, and I, I hope Lisa's comfortable with me saying this about our kitchen to dining room walkway. We have this very elaborate dream of making it an a, almost like an aquarium so the arch or the yeah entrance between the kitchen and the door would be a aquarium so you can let you see fish swimming um oh you bougie the wall uh it definitely has to have uh, a cinema in it thousand percent a <laughs> cinema and it'll have Dolby atmos speakers so Dolby atmos everyone that goes to the cinema you'd see that there's Speakers in the front, speakers on the side, your speakers at the back. What Dolby Atmos is, it adds an additional dimension of sound just above you, so you're okay. almost enclosed in sound. Okay. And man, I remember like, I think I'm gonna reveal my age. Twenty seventeen. Still early years in varsity, and I went for a. It was called. Uh, some tech um, convention that was happening at uh, Coca-Cola dome dome. and they did a display on this and they had us, they did two um, demos. One was in an F1 car. So as if you were the driver, the second one was in a um, environment of rain. So there was rain falling in the scene. And
1: oh wow, okay It's a
0: play on the senses in that it was so realistic that it almost I almost felt wet From the visual of, the of rain and then the sound So you have a visual, you have a screen, and then I have the sound So it's four speakers this side, four speakers on left, right Each four, four at the back, four in front, and then four on top of me And okay. actually felt like I was getting wet So That's where, how, how where
1: are you buying this? Where are you Uh, buying this?
0: I think the company Harmon and Card H&K, they make
1: these for. No, I'm saying your house. Where are you building your house?
0: Oh, where? Um, (sighs) Location-wise. Maybe London, purely because I know that if I'm not staying there, I can rent it out for a Uh, ridiculous fee. But I'll definitely make one back home. Okay. SA for sure Ah essay is life man um, Cape Town Probably Cape Town Okay Probably Cape Town Somewhere Maybe Camp Spain um, I don't know But I'd, I'd definitely do that Um, And then I'd buy A car um, Okay It's always hard Picking the right car For There was one Ah Ferrari 458 Italia in um, candy Apple red I think that would be my right
1: okay oh but let me let me just stop you there let okay me just, before you get ahead of yourself do you know you cannot just buy a Ferrari I you know I can't that?
0: just buy a Ferrari
1: you, you can't just buy a Ferrari new no matter how much money you have Ferrari has a waiting list okay Oof. and how it works how it works. You have you get put on this wait. You before they put you on the waiting list, you have yeah. to have bought a secondhand Ferrari from someone else. So you buy a Ferrari from me, okay? Yeah. Then they can put you on the waiting list. Now, okay. Once you're on the waiting list, they will phone you when they're ready, and they will say to you, "Yo, we've got this Ferrari in this color for a hundred thousand dollars. Do you want it?" And you can't say, "Ah, do you have it in yellow or blue?" <laughs> Now They say, do you want it or not? This is it This is the one We have this model This is the interior color This is the outside color Do you want it, yes or no? And if you say no I will, We'll keep you on the list We'll call you whenever the next one becomes available And that's how the Ferrari system nah. works right?
0: Okay, so I, I will no longer be supporting Ferrari I'll have it known <laughs> that you no longer have my business <laughs>
1: Ferrari. I, I think. Apologize. Okay. Maybe. Maybe a listener can fact check me. I'll on go that. to I, I heard this also a trader video.
0: to go and find a Ferrari there if I really <laughs> want a Ferrari. But seeing as Ferrari comes with its own um, guidelines, Tease I'll move onto a Bugatti Chiron. I'll get that just for the sake of it. I need somewhere to drive it. Oh wow! So I'll is... do the autobahn in Germany. Okay. Just to properly open up okay. the pipes. Um, other investments oh i'd buy i'd buy equipments to run my own drive in movie theater so i see a lot of companies do it now it's very really small scale man i'd put up a proper cinema experience you're wasting I get you money i the money back why didn't work i get the money back why didn't they work look look how well um what's this Things like open air Galileo, if you go to Cape Town, if you go, like Joburg, it obviously didn't work out because you had it on the end too or whatever it was there in the bundus <laughs> of Joburg CBD. So that's why it obviously didn't work out. But drive-ins are the new thing these days. So I'd invest equipment into that and bought a supercomputer to run the big vibe with Kevin
1: Start a, start a merchandise line.
0: Let me say that. That's something else want to do. Start a merchandise line for.
1: Hey, at this point in time, we're far away <laughs> from merchandising. We <We've> got, <laughs> got like our fifty subscribers who shout out to you guys. 50. Shout out to you guys. Help us grow. Help us grow. And then the merch can follow. Um <laughs> so what would I do with that money? Huh? I would You took the house. You know what I'd do? I'd build a school. I'll tell you why. And I'm not trying to be virtuous and like holier than thou. I'm talking about it as a business as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's got, it's got, it's two ways. So there's the philanthropy, the philanthropic is that, is that a word? Okay. There's the philanthropy route. But on the other (laughs) hand, like I would like to, I'm, I'm trying to work my way up in administration. I have goals where I'd like to become the head of a school. If I want $100 See million, dollars, going, yeah. we can just See
0: where you're going, yeah. cut some
1: corners. <laughs> like. And also, also, I feel education is probably one of the most uh, consistent or stable uh, financial investments, I believe, that you could go into. If you start a school properly, I think you can actually make bank with the school. So I think I'd do that. Um something cool though, like maybe not something super niche and super unique like Elon Musk's school. Um but yeah, I'd 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 do something like that. Um or a yacht. Maybe I'd Oof. buy a yacht. Oof, nice. I could use a yacht. Could do I'm something. Surprised none
0: of us said I'm gonna go on a year long holiday.
1: I mean there is that. There's that. I mean, yeah, I guess so. Just yeah, maybe maybe we're being short sighted here.
0: Mm. But I, I get your your business acumen there. But I can institutions. To be like, honest
1: though, if I think about going on a year long holiday, like holidays, great and everything, but it's also like taxing, bro. Holiday also, it's it's a lot, bro. I, I mean, mm, I'm sure you felt it when you uh, got back. Like it's hectic, man. Like you just also like, oh, I'm so glad to be home now. Imagine for a year. You never have that feeling. Like, I can't wait to get home. Like, I don't know if I, I maybe I'm also, maybe maybe I'm being one of those people that's like, I'm talking like, because I'll never go on a one-year holiday. So now I'm trying to (laughs) downplay how cool it will actually be. But I don't know, man. I don't know if that will work for me. I don't know, to be uh,
0: honest with you. Some good um, shouts there. I mean, and speaking of institutions, I think I read somewhere that prisons are actually incredibly profitable institutions, like private, really? especially in the U.S. That's why you have so many, such a massive incarceration rate. I'll actually, find an article. Okay. That people privatizing um, prisons. So you buy land, let's say, in Texas, you build this up, and it serves as a mass... Um, yeah, prison institution for jeez, whatever that county or city or whatever it is.
1: I can't imagine where the income comes Sheesh. from. Anyway, like it's not like you're paying rent. Like,
0: the... <laughs> <laughs> I'll find the article too. Yeah, find it, find this. it. Yeah. and then um, I think it, it would be great to. Um, would you like to wrap up with some some good news?
1: Yeah, yeah, I so, saw uh, like a nice little wholesome moment that came out in December. I thought this was really sweet, Um, Mm. a nice little story. So there's a Dutch supermarket chain called Jumbo. And what they did is they introduced slow checkouts. When they discovered some people enjoy chatting while paying for their goods. The added personal touch is helping many people, especially the elderly, deal with loneliness. The move has proven so successful that Jumbo has installed the slow checkouts in 200 stores nice wow. wholesome moment i think that's so wow. nice like with the option of just no rush just chat to your your person that's, that's great checking perspective
0: you out. man i'm so used to the opposite where i need fast checkout and there's someone or something that i can go and quickly scan it and then leave or you see like apple food it's not apple amazon food i think it is we put it and you scan all the items in your cart you literally walk into the Append yes,
1: food. yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazon
0: food. Scan your cart and literally walk out with your cart. There's no need to interact with any anyone.
1: Um, yeah. It's got your cart details and Same, all that. Already. Yeah,
0: exactly. Oh, wow. Just walk wow. out. Done. So, well,
1: the world is about balance. The world is about balance. Are. You need both sides. You you need both sides. I think that's a good place for us to wrap it off. A nice, juicy first episode. Mm, Very reflective on back. on I'm our part. Cheap. It is great to be back. Um please guys um drop us a like there. Um it's free. You know subscribe to the channel if you haven't already share it with a friend if you think they'll enjoy it um if they don't we're gonna be evolving the content as we go along so just we're just glad that you're here for the ride and we're happy to be back and we got some things coming for you